What's going on, people out there? This is your boy Skinny, aka Skinny Man, aka Skinny the Pebble. Ma, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Uh, this is Jamal, aka Jag, aka the most righteous man you know. Uh, glad to have Tundia and uh, Rich on, man. You can go on and introduce him, Skinny. Well, man, listen, man, you know, everything that we got going on the last 24 hours, we had this big uh. 10 size magnitude earthquake that just shook college football, college sports, man. And uh, I wanted to get it from our perspective. And so we got Dia, you know, representing, you know, HBCUs. You know, my, what you call it? That's our HBCU correspondent. Our correspondent, man. Yeah, yeah. She, she got boots on the ground, man. You know, hey, 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 one, one, one ball sports, man, HBCU uh, correspondent, man, representing. And then we got Rich the God as well, man, coming out of Savannah State University, man. Hey, hey, Rich, hey, Rich, the God of Baller, too, man. Hey, played the state championship here in Atlanta from the best high school in, in, in Georgia, man. But I ain't gonna, you know, we'll talk about that later on, man. But um, as we get into it, uh, let's let's go and talk about this size of an earthquake that just hit, man. Deion Sanders to Colorado. A lot of mixed feelings about it, Maul. A lot of mixed feelings. So uh, I'm gonna jump into you first, man. What, what you got, man? What you think about this, man? Um. Big move for him, man. Um, he had to do what he had to do, man. That Jackson State is not a is not a um, career position. Um, he went for a better opportunity. No better opportunity than a Power Five. Um, South Florida and Cincinnati. <clears throat> I mean, those would have been good opportunities too. But you got to pick the one uh, with the Power Five. So. Um, you taking your guys over to make more money than they've made in their career, guys who you who you worked with since high school. You know, you guys go from high school to Jackson State. Um, big move for them. Uh, hope they succeed. Um, but I'll uh, I'll stop it right there and see what everybody else got to say. <laughs> now, Rich, now me and you've been going at it. And I ain't gonna say going at it, but we've had some conversations on 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 on, on, on Twitter. Uh, you know, yeah. Elon, Elon Musk's internet. So, man, we, so you know, and 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 uh, we've been on um, Zuckerberg's internet as well. So, mm-hmm. Rich, man, go ahead and tell your thoughts, man, because I think you looked at it from a different perspective than a lot of people, man. So, I want to really get your perspective on the Deion Sanders to Colorado move. Yeah, um, well, I think it's it's a lot. First of all, you know, you have so many angles to discuss. Um, Jamal is onto a big one, you know. That's a huge part. You want to take care of your people. You want to grow. You want to have the opportunities. You want to create. You want to build. Also, there's another side to this. A year and a half ago, not many of those universities were looking at Prime to be the guy he is now until he flipped that one key piece, which was Travis Hunter. And it kind of takes you to a deeper space where you start discussing, well, many HBCU coaches have had great seasons and been great coaches before. But why is it Prime? Why is it this situation? Yeah, Prime has the cachet and he brings a lot to the table. That also works in the reverse side, too. They understand how for years of our history, you know, decades, centuries at this point, taking the strong piece, the biggest influencing board off and removing everything, you kind of create a different side to the dynamic. So when I look at it, I see one side of a gentleman growing, wanting to expand and push his people in the right direction. But then there's the other side of you're removing the influence. You're removing the reason that came. You're removing the fear and the fear prime. And whenever you have that fear, 
a lot. Sorry if you can't hear me. Can you hear me no, still? We, yeah, we got you. We got you. Yeah, and, and that fear starts to run people off. And that's what's happening now in my eyes. That fear of Prime being who he is to these HBCUs is why they want that power removed. And they want to make sure that people come in and get it. And for his side, you know, he has to embrace the growth and being the businessman that he is for him and everybody surrounding him. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you then I'm going to jump into Dia just real fast, Rich, because, you know, me and you had that, that conversation. And, you know, me and Ma, we go down rabbit holes with different things. And uh, I'm going to get the deal before I just give my whole opinion. But I don't think the Power 5 schools and the Alabamas and the Texas A&Ms uh, fear Dion. You know, the biggest piece that he was able to get was Travis Hunter. And, you know, a lot of people feel like, hey, he didn't do right by Travis. Man, Dion did absolutely right by Travis and every kid there, the exposure. They was able to get the NIL deals they were able to get at a school such as Jackson State. Um Jackson State on his own is not pulling a, 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 a power five, you know what I'm saying, a five-star kid. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that Travis Hunter is the first five-star to go to an FCS school. You know That's what I'm saying? And, and you got and you got some schools like North Dakota State, South Dakota State, and if you look at their facilities and the things they have. And so I don't think it was the school Jackson State that did it. It was Deion Sanders. You know, Travis Hunter believed in Deion because I'm, I'm pretty sure if you put Florida State's campus and facilities and resources and amenities next to Jackson State's, it's not going to measure up, you know what I'm saying, good in, in, in the favor of Jackson State. So, you know, Alabama, if you look at Alabama this year, Alabama's the number one recruiting school, you know what I'm saying, number one recruiting class right now in the class of 2023. They ain't worried about Jackson State. Uh, Georgia's right behind them at number two. They ain't worried about Dion and Jackson State, you know. And so Dion made a splash, and I think Dion took that splash. And if you, if you think about most coaches, right, that that have coached football, they started from GAs. They'll get a position coach job. They'll get a um, um, uh, probably a a, a a a coordinator or something like that. And sometimes that takes 10, 15, 20 years. Dion came from Truth University to a high school coach to a head coach at an FCS school, and two years later just signed a deal for five million dollars at a Power Five school. He did this in three years, man where you got black coaches that can't even get a job that's been coached for 15, 20 years, man. So how can you turn down five million you can turn, if you took this from high school four years ago to to a power five job making five million when Brian Kelly at Notre Dame wasn't even making two million dollars uh, uh, last year? Kudos there. But deal. Want to break in uh, once again? One ball sports and entertainment all takes matter. HBCU correspondent. <laughs> what you hear out there in the streets? <clears throat> Hello. Um <laughs> uh, there's so many things that I could say. Um I know last year when Dion and them went to the celebration bowl and lost. Um I knew last year that that he was gonna leave this year. Um because if he would have been able to get the CCU job last year, um, you know, he would have left last year. Um, but because they went, lost in the Celebration Bowl, you know, a couple days before he flipped Travis Hunter, because if, if you pay attention to the timeline, he flipped Travis Hunter um, a couple days before the Celebration Bowl. And then they go on the Celebration Bowl and lose to South Carolina State. He comes back. 
Um, he also lost, if you look at their schedule from last year, he also lost, um, a, it was a game that he lost last year. So for me, it's just been, an, I've, I've had an array of mixed emotions because for one, I never like when people say Dion did everything for HBCUs. No, he specifically did for Jackson State and the SWAC. Um, did he shed light or give other HBCUs hope? Absolutely. However, there are a couple of HBCUs that were doing what Dion was doing, not to the extent, because everybody, nobody has the cachet, the swag, the money that he's able to bring in, the connections. However, other HBCUs, and as bad as I don't like to mention this school, I have to give, I have to do my due diligence as the person that I am when I'm having this conversation to give credit where credit is due. North Carolina A&T University, um, we're doing these things. Um, a lot of people don't even remember that when Sam Washington, the head football coach at A&T, was asked, um, has the Dion effect affected your program? And he said no. And everybody knew what he meant when he said no. But I think that a lot of people are in their feeling they feel like he's a sellout. I don't. Um, if you understand the landscape of coaching, um, coaching in FCS, you, every opportunity is a stepping stone. Colorado is a stepping stone. I don't believe that Dion is going to be at Colorado long. I believe he's going to make a splash for a bigger program than Colorado um, in the future. So people are upset. They feel like he should have stayed at Jackson State a little bit longer. People don't realize he only had one year left on his contract. And he only has to, and he, and be, he has a buyout with Jackson State, um, if he was to leave early, which if he was to leave early, he would have to pay back to Jackson State. He's already done that with his salary prior to even leaving. So the $5 million he gained from Colorado, paying that back to Jackson State is chump change and that's going to help, and that's going to help Jackson State. Mm -hmm. But I think that for a lot of people, I've been in spaces and had conversations with some people's feelings is that he's a sellout. And I'm like, what more are you asking him to do? You all want this man to just, and I think when people say, I always have to correct people when they say all HBCs. I'm like, no, let's just talk Division One HBCs because when we're having conversations about PW, Hold on, rewind that real fast. Which HBCs you want to talk about? Division One. Oh, um, okay, okay. I'm not, ta I, I, I don't do this whole thing where he, all HBCs, no, that's not true because you're not helping any D2 HBCUs. Because those are those. There's nobody that's going to a D two. What, what about the what about the NAIA D twos? I mean, the NAIA schools. Ain't nobody going there. Um, so like, we, we to be back, back to what you said about the the coach saying, you know, has Dion helped your school? Um, and he said no. And that's that's my thing. It, the people that aren't in the know, the people that's just rooting for Dion, they bring up, man, he's helping all the HBCUs. And when you ask them, what is he doing for those HBCUs? They don't have an answer for you. Like all he's doing is giving them hope. Like when people say, uh, when Jackson State comes to their their uh, their school to play a game in the SWAT, he brings extra revenue. That makes sense. But what, 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 like what is he doing for those schools when they come to Jackson State? How is he helping your school? How is he helping, um, your school time deal, North Carolina Central. How's he helping them? How's he helping them? Okay, so let me. So so. How's he helping? Like I. So, Ma, I'll say this, and I've had to. I've acknowledged this part of it. Um. 
my school is planning a celebration bowl in a couple weeks. Dion has already declared that he is going to whoop our butt in Atlanta um, on Instagram. <laughs> he's already he's already made that declaration. Hooray for them. Um, we've had a month off to prepare for this game. So we got two more weeks. They only got a week to prepare for us. So there's that. But I can't. So what I do know is for the Celebration Bowl, Celebration Bowl is sold out. They just opened the third level of the Mercedes-Benz Dome for this game. The 300 level. Y'all from Atlanta, you already know how it goes. My seats are the 100. I'm in the 100. I'm in the 100 level. We take we take all takes. Right? I hear you, baller. You're in the 100 <laughs> level, baller. I hear you. I'm in the 100 level. Um, then they have the second level open and they just opened the third level and now they're open the Aharas and then they're open standing room only because they know this is going to be a big game. All eyes are going to be on Dion. This is going to be a huge, this is going to be a huge game. And, you know, people knew people, we've been declared the champs for the, the, the past two weeks now. People know that we're going. But it's going to be an interesting thing, and I had this. This is going to be interesting to see if the Dion effect helps us, because with us playing in this game, like last year they played South Carolina State, and like I said, and I said to them, I was like, I made several comments. I said, you know, going into that game, there's no, there has been no respect for Buddy Pugh, who is a legend at South Carolina State, who has put more players in the NFL. Then in, in from an HBCU, he's been there for years. Um, like there was no respect for Buddy Pugh. Only a few people, a few ESPN correspondents had respect for Buddy Pugh. I'm interested to see how all of this plays out in a couple weeks because Trey Oliver is the MEAC coach of the year. Um, the strength of schedule that North Carolina, and I'm not saying this because it's my school. I'm just saying what I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you what the facts are. If you look at the strength of schedule that Jackson State has played this year, and you look at the strength of schedule that North Carolina State University has played this year, it's not it, I, I'm not gonna say it's yeah, night we, and day. We went, we went through it. It is yeah. it, it ain't the same. It ain't it, the same. It's not the same. So I don't know when it comes down to this game what the odds are gonna be. I don't know if it's going to help North Carolina State University after the fact because him going to him Jackson State playing in the game, it does not I don't think it's going to really bring his ratings. I mean, but that's that's the payout is, because the payout is already the payout is already the payout. But I'm just saying, but that's that that's huge, right? Like when people talk about the 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 Dion effect, and you know, you well, are no, correct. When we talk about we talk no, about our HBCU two years ago. Uh huh. I don't mean to cut you off, skinny, but two years ago, even though Dion played in the Celebration Bowl last year, mm -hmm. the ratings for the Celebration Bowl in 2016 was the highest ratings ever, and that was the year that my school played in the um Celebration. Bowl. I, I mean, I get you up until that this was did before. The... So that wasn't last year. So I got to say, you talking about the year before? But you got to think. So now they sold out. They mm -hmm. sold out. But the ratings for that, the ratings, the TV ratings for that game. The Grambling North Carolina Central University Celebration mm -hmm. Bowl game hit the highest rate. Uh, I mean, highest and, 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 and I get that up until this year, and that is going is going to surpass this year's that. Different. I mean, because you got to think, a lot of stuff was going on with Dion last year. You know, so you had Dion, you had Dion last year. He was doing the um, he had his he had his amputation last year. So he was, you know, what I'm saying he was sick last year. So he was returning because remember, Dion missed a lot of games last year, coaching period. And so I think the celebration bowl was like his his first one back. Remember he had the roller chest. Mm -hmm. 
He screwed the car. He, I don't think he coached the, the swag. He coached because he was in that wheel. He was in that wheelchair. The school thing, rolling, yeah. He was rolling around on the Jackson well, State field. Yes, he was. I thought he came back. On, I thought he came back. But he neither here nor there, right? <laughs> you try to get in there to pass. I'm not gonna let you do that. No, thing. but what I'm, I'm telling you is that this, cele- this celebration bowl is gonna be. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be the biggest celebration bowl in history. Listen, I'm just telling you. Deal. We done went through this, right? We done went through this. These schools do not sell out at their own home games unless Deion Sanders is there. If Deion Sanders is at the if, if Deion if they're scheduling Deion Sanders, they're selling out. A particular school in Montgomery, Alabama, Deion Sanders come, they go, they go almost 10, 15% over capacity for their biggest game. Which is the Turkey Day Classic? They put eighteen hundred people in a in a in a, in a twenty six thousand uh, seat stadium, right? I looked at every game on Jackson State schedule this 1, year. Eighteen hundred people. Eighteen hundred people. Jeez. Wait, what school was it? What school was it? A particular school in in Montgomery, Alabama, HBCU in Montgomery, Alabama, particular school that 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 started that coined the phrase that Dion ain't swag. And Dion said, if I ain't swag, then who is swag? So we talking about ratings and, and revenue. All these guys that you talk about, man, fine and dandy, right? Dion, attendance is up. That's what the swag president say. Our revenues is up. There were power five conferences now. Revenue is up. You got eyes on it. Okay. I get it, but everybody else is making money, and for for everything that Dion is doing, he said, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna give away my three hundred thousand dollars salary. I give it away, but it's three hundred thousand. You got me at a place with no water. So I they got no water. Flint, they, Michigan, part two. They have no, they have no water. Like you saw this man taking, you saw his kids taking baths with Gatorade bottles and swimming pools, man." Like the the facilities, like I get it, and it's three hundred thousand dollars. Like, and then at the same time, you could say the city of Jackson made thirty million dollars because Deion Sanders is them. Thirty million—that means one percent of the money he made the city. Deion, that's Deion's salary is one percent. Then you go to the revenue that the school is making, and this is my thing, right? Certainly, Jackson State is making money. With Dion being them, if you want Dion Sanders them, you pay him. You pay him, and so this is something. This might be controversial. Deal. We talked about this, Ma. You know, saying we talked about this, Rich. I don't know. If we talked about this, but it gotta for HBCUs. It gotta come to a point where you put your athletics first, because as you're producing athletes. And athletes can go on and have salaries way more than school teachers and 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 others that that come out right that just have I don't want to say basic job I don't want to be rude to that point, but you're expecting people to come and donate back to your program and people say well HBCUs don't have the alumni that donate. Well, if you're putting out journalists and you're putting out nurses and you know, you're putting out some doctors of academia and things of that nature, right, that can go and talk, they ain't making millions of dollars. Then you want to go talk about the kid that you put in the six and seven round that's on a practice squad making $300,000. Out the tax, he's making one fifty. He's not about to give $30,000 back to your school. He's not about to cut a check for forty dollars or $50,000 back to your school. 
you know, you know, so so we we talking about the alumni, then people saying, well, we don't get the same funding from the state. If you a public university, you're going to get funded based on your enrollment. Well, skinny, let me let me say this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop you on that one. Stop me. Let's go. Tell me what I'm wrong. So. Hate using this school. Gosh, I hate using this school. Are they public or private? Are they public or private? Public. Okay. North Carolina North Carolina AT. They okay. got a their athletic director, Earl. Earl. <laughs> What's his name? Earl. Okay. My boy Earl. Earl. My boy Earl. The boy Earl. Okay. Earl has been in North Carolina AT for years. He ended up becoming the athletic director. Mm -hmm. Um part of AT's issues. Were if it's a prior at, at one point in time they didn't have a president. Chancellor Martin has been there. God, he's been there for a very long time now. Hold on, they didn't have a what? A, they didn't have a president. They had an interim president, and you know at that point in time, athletic first. At the point of, when Aunt, when Chancellor Martin came in, they begin to make a shift. You have when your administration and your athletic department and your board of trustees are all in one accord you know you can make things shake so ant began to put athletics first um and what they did again put athletics first okay <laughs> earl you know a lot of i remember when they got the name of they bbnt became the naming rights for the football stadium um the football team Produce. Um, Tariq Cohen was drafted, and this is all around the same time here in North Carolina Central. Um, but we were we were compete us and then were competing heavy. Um, because we had someone to get drafted to the that was drafted to the NFL. Um, same year, Tariq Cohen, um, Ryan Smith, and Tariq Cohen both were drafted in the same year. But Earl, you know, they started putting a plan in place where athletics, especially football, is first. Um, they had the facility. They have the stadium. They, they, start build, they started building facilities. They started building facilities. Well, no, they've all so they already had the facility. Um, so they, they made had already, an investment into the facility to build a facility. Yeah, they had already invested huh? into the beautiful state. I ain't gonna call that it's beautiful, but they already. <laughs> Are you not calling? It, but I'm just saying you're not calling not, it beautiful. I'm not calling it beautiful because of beautiful. internal. It was that's an internal thing, right? Yeah, I'm not calling it. Beautiful. But if you didn't go to the school that you went to, and let's say you went to another school, would you consider that facility beautiful? If you didn't go to your school, if you were me and I were you, would it be beautiful? Would it be beautiful? Okay, you ain't got to answer that. Take it out. Yeah, you ain't got to answer that. It's okay. So they they yeah, have <laughs> they have a beautiful facility. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be honest. Okay. AT Stadium is better than ours. Like it, uh -huh. it's what it is. Okay. AT has a facility. I'm not going to sit up Good here job. and Good lie. Like, like I'm not. I'm not going to lie. But A&T's alumni, they, they alums get on my nerves, but they give back. Mm. Um, but Earl and Development Department, they started, they put started putting athletics first. They're not even in the MEAC anymore. They are in, mm. they are in the Big South. They love the MEAC. And they're going to be moving to the No, team. hold on, hold on. Time out, Tundee. You can't tell me this HBCU school left of our HBCU conference. And went to the and went to the Big South. No, no, yeah, no, Tundia, no, no, Tundia. They didn't do that. But no, they ain't Miak. How? Shut up. They definitely ain't Miak. They ain't Miak, Tundia. They ain't Miak, Tundia. Hold on. Why they? Why they? Why they leave that black conference to go to the Big South? 
What you well, there's, a, okay, so there's a lot. So there's a lot of things that was a factor. And that I that can honestly say that the MIAC, the MIAC in itself was a huge factor. It was a, definitely a big piece as to why they left because the MIAC is it, it, they 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 not move with the times. And I've always no, no, Tundi, you can't say that. No, no. So, so I mean, they're they're not. But you know, it, it's it's what it is. The MIAC has currently has no, six schools in it now. No, so no, you know, no, MIAC would have just did what they need to do. However, move however, part of the part of AT put in athletics first, you start seeing the enrollment grow. No is the largest HBCU in the country now. And they 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 the what? They're the largest HBCU. Then they then they get fined ton deal for enrolling too many people, and they had to pay the state of North. They got it. They got fined and and for their out of out of state, state enrollment. enrollment. Oh, they got man. for their out of state enrollment. Um, Ooh. they went over. They have to pay the money back. They um, had to pay it back to who? The state because the, oh, the state gave them some money. But that's, but that's also but they're like it's for it's. It's I a big you. situation. It's a big thing in North Carolina right now with mm-hmm. about that, and mm-hmm. you know, I think. But the state know, gave him some money though, Tundia. Huh? But the state, did the state give him some money? They are state funded school. But they, they hold on. They are what? They're state funded school. No. State I was told that ABCUs to don't get funding if they they're have part- to pay, okay. They have to pay back because their enrollment their enrollment has increased, <laughs> but a lot of that, you know, a lot of that does have to do with the app. In part, like mm-hmm. you have to agree, like Chancellor Martin and everything that they're doing over there. In part, they put they they invest in they're investing in athletics, but they're also investing in other places. And and is an engineering school too, so you know they're a big engineering program. No, they have big engineering. Are they getting money for the engineering program for engineering research and things like that as well? Yes. Yeah, so you know, no. once you once you have your athletics and your academia all on the same page when it comes to growing the university, you know. You you you'll have issues like AT has like where you have to pay back the state because you went over your enrollment cap for out of state for out of state students, which mm. is kind of ridiculous. But you know, I do believe that if you once you start putting, I've had this conversation. Some people may agree, some people older, some people may agree, some people don't agree. But once you start, and I try to educate people on don't on donating. Like once you start getting the investors, everything has to work simultaneously. You can't just focus on one piece and then the mm. other side isn't and other side isn't moving. Because then you'll never get anywhere. But once you start putting athletics first, the same way you put academia first, and everything works together simultaneously with your institutional advancement, with your development department, you'll start to see you'll start to see the growth that needs to happen at the HBCU at the D on the D one level because D two only gets partial. Hold on, dear, but a guy told me right. And I wish I could find the guy. A guy told me, man, that they ain't coming. They ain't coming for Dion. They coming to hit a boom. This about the band. So my my asking if you uh are uh, uh, rich. Let me ask you this, Rich. So you got the band there, you got the majorettes and things of that nature. So when they go to the professional league of band, how much are they donating back since everybody's going to see the boom? You know what I'm saying? How many times you seen, you know what I'm saying, the the, 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 the boom give back to that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we just fighting an issue that we just want to fight and be upset. Like, everybody made money. It ain't like somebody got scammed. If anybody got the, the, the short end of the stick in the beginning, it was Dion. Dion made the investment. It upped revenue. It upped TV viewership. 
the celebration this celebration ball will be the the largest attended celebration ball and and, and deal and i'm gonna get in rich i want you to chime in and deal what station will the celebration ball be on um on, on television do you know every year it is on every year since the inception it has been on abc it's been on abc Oh man, they might put it on ABC and ESPN this year. However, I don't agree with. However, I don't agree with twelve <laughs> noon time because that's just way too early. But they can continue. Right. So, Rich, man, so jump back in here, man. So, for the coach, I know you said for the culture, man. It's the culture, the culture. Can you hear me well? I hear you well. No echo. Okay. <clears throat> the culture and things of that nature that people speak on are kind of things that Dion was insinuating on when he made the move. So if you notice, you're speaking things into existence and you're pushing things in a certain way. Of course, these things have to work out, you know, very uniquely for things to come together. As the young lady stated, all these moves ain't exactly help everybody. They help one side. They benefited a few groups of people and things kind of came together as they may. We know that you you scouting and you recruiting for the PWIs. We we get it, Skinny. We, we know what you're where your allegiance stands. Ah, oh, come on. Um, I'm, I'm, my, my allegiance is realism, man. No, 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 no. In all seriousness, man, Um, I just think that in this process, there's a lot of things that have happened. And, of course, the band can't bring you the kind of money that your sports can. And I agree with you to a large extent that you have to put these kinds of things first because they fuel what the program does. They give you your crowds. They give you your energy. You know, and they help those processes to where when it comes to people donating money and giving things to the program, you have to be making a lot of money. You have to be pushing a lot of things to the forefront. The games being on a live ABC audience every year is great. Will those things sustain themselves? And will we as the people continue to push the, the viewing audience and the attendance for our programs to make sure that they grow? It's really... Dion is just kind of the, the guinea pig for a big conversation that we need to have as black people. And we need to be thinking about this thing long term and what we plan on putting into it. I saw somebody say today, Skinny, as you were posting on Twitter right below you, there's more people putting their money for gear and all that and tickets in the UGA games than they ever do to the HBCUs. As a person who lived in North Carolina, I got to see what that NCC crowd looks like up there. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Don't talk about North Carolina. We can replicate it more and we can make it stronger. But it, it happens at a lot of places, but we got to push that agenda. And I think we got to add something to the table. And I think it can't just be the talk. It's people like us that have to get others involved and put the groundwork in. Now, Ma, I'm going I'm to I'm pop in on this, Ma, but I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to touch back because we talk about North Carolina AT, you know, leaving the MEAC, leaving the SWAC to go to, you know, go to the Big South. And I really do feel like, you know, you would get more fandom and things of that nature if your school goes from an FCS school to an FBS school. When you go to the higher level, you know, and you start pushing, like, you know, a school that I would name Georgia Southern, you saw the change in the campus, man. Like, if me and Ma touch on Georgia Southern campus, we won't even recognize it from since they went, you know, since uh, FBS. Um, and I think it got to be a, a thing, man, to where the schools got to feel like, hey, we want to grow. We can't stay stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Because these other schools, a school as big as USC, and I'm talking about the University of Southern Cal California, 
is not even being stagnant in the Pac-12. They say, hey, we, we want to move up to another conference. We want more competition. Texas leaving the Big 12. So you telling me a school that want to grow, you telling me that they, they shouldn't feel, they should feel guilty if they want to lead a SWAC and go to another conference or actually go and play FBS football and have to worry about, oh, well, now you breaking the SWAC code. Like, no, you got to be able to get your universities on the map. You know, but this is competition. And the best universities are going to win. And I just think that things got to change and it got to be, hey, we want to be the best athletic program we can be because the better your athletic program, the more money your school going to make, the more money your school going to make, you're going to recruit more people, you're going to put out better people, and you're going to be able to get the alumni donations. You're going to get everything you want. And I just think it's wrong for people to blame Dion because he started something that he knew he was not going to be able to carry the torch all the way to. People saying, well, he ain't Eddie Robinson. Eddie Robinson didn't respectfully. Respectfully, Eddie Robinson did not have the opportunities that Dion had back in 1940, 1950, 1960. This is 2022, and we say that we ain't getting enough representation in Power 5 football, and we just got one of our best coaches that we've seen go to Power 5 football and getting $5 million a year versus 300000 in no water, and we mad. And now we're talking about kids like Travis Hunter. What about the kids? Dion don't have a large recruiting class. Have y'all looked at the Instagram video of the whole football team? The whole football team, that they, they, they look, man, listen, Jackson State auditorium, and he said his offense on and his defense on is this big. I don't think Dion got 40 kids on his roster. He ain't got 70. The man, Ma, how many kids we saw in his recruiting class? It was, it was five and three transfers. It was, it was eight. For, well, it was like five freshmen, three from uh, Juco, and 15 transfers. Transfer about to go. They about to graduate. What about the kids he told to come there? It's Travis Hunter. It's Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter can go to any school he want to go to in the nation today. Travis Hunter would not be in Jackson State in January. He would not. No, he'd be in Colorado. He ain't gonna be in Colorado. He ain't gonna be in Colorado. <laughs> hey, you you thought that Dion addressed that team and Travis Hunter and Shadur didn't already know where they were going? Shadur exactly. and Travis ain't the same thing. <laughs> hey. They both not the same thing. But but my my question though is for the people who think Dion is a sellout, Dion ain't doing the right thing, whatever. Like, what did you expect Dion to do? One. Like what would have satisfied you in Dion's, you know, duration with Jackson State? Um, and thirdly, like if you if you you know North Carolina Central and T any of these other HBCUs, why are you upset? Like I I, I just don't understand what the the anger is for. Um, on one side we. We get mad when we look at, you know, FBS football and we say we don't have enough representation at head coach for, you know, as far as black folk. But then you want him to stay at Jackson State and uplift Jackson State. Yeah, he can do great things at Jackson State. I I, I believe that. But he ain't going to do nothing for Alabama State at Jackson State. He ain't doing nothing for, you know, North Carolina Central. He ain't doing nothing for them. So what do those people expect? What do they expect for him to do? At Jackson State, what would have satisfied them? Is my biggest question, man. I, I don't get it. I just want him to be there, you know, and and stick it out. 
Um, and like y'all said, at a school that don't have running water. <laughs> like, I, I don't get it, man. I, I don't understand the the vitriol, the hate, the the anger that they have toward Dion right now. Like I say, five million dollars versus three hundred thousand miles. Yeah, that money don't move, Dion, man. I ain't gonna tell you, it, 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 don't, it don't move but mile. Five million. Brian Kelly wasn't making wasn't making two million dollars, man. That. Brian Kelly ain't never made Dion money, man. I mean, he probably ain't never made Dion money, but hey, five million dollars mile. Hey, hey, like I tell people, I don't know how much money Dion got. I ain't the one to count his pockets, but to get a coaching job making five million dollars for your first day, psh. Yeah. Hey, I'm gone. We about to we about to get uh we about to see if Tundale's favorite school yeah uh, is gonna make it to the college football playoff it's look all, like so so wow <laughs> this the final selection hey hold on wow repeat that one more time because that's an HBCU part which which we about to see if Tundale's favorite school well I, I wanted I, to ask hey a, get it out now spin I it out first of all I wanted to ask a question before you went before you went there mm. uh. My favorite school. Hold on, let me tell you what's crazy. That's rich favorite school too. Oh no! Oh yeah, that's his favorite. Hey, both of them roll tide. Both of them University of Alabama roll tide. Hey, hey, don't be like that. Real fast, ball. Hey, ball. Real fast. Real fast, ball. Let's say that the scenario was flipped, right? Mm-hmm. And you had Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship game, right? Mm. And you had Jackson State versus uh, uh, Southern in the SWAC championship game, right? Mm. Both of them was at 4 o'clock. One was on ESPN oh, 1. Man. Both of them was on ESPN 2. Um, Dia, Rich, which station your 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 television on ESPN one or ESPN two? Alabama versus Georgia SEC championship. I both of them. I ain't gonna hold you. You can't have both of them. You got one TV. You like nah? You only got one TV. I got Dofu Sports. Ain't no split screen. Ain't, ain't no, no split, split screen. screen I got no sport. Yeah. Like, which, which one? Which no, one hey. you watching, man? No, hey, I'm hey, gonna, I'm hey. One half I'm gonna watch one, and I'm gonna watch the other half because I got to see. I gotta do my. I gotta do my. I gotta do my analyzation. Your correspondent. You gotta do your correspondent on the on I the uh, analyzation for Jackson State <laughs> because we play them in a couple weeks. So I got to analyze what's on the field, what what I, I, what, I, I, we got, what we got to do to see be the size we got to do the win. So I. Ugh. Oh, SEC championship game. We got see, it. Hey, Wait, see, look, see, huh? see, skinny. That's not fair. Why it ain't fair? But <laughs> but I'll entertain you. On your remote control, underneath uh-huh. the channel little switch, uh-huh. they got a thing called previous. So you just go in between both of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, hey, hold on. Keep, right. As so, it so, goes so, commercial, so, you just keep right. switching so back and forth. So which one? Which which one is the previous? <laughs> um, the, the the SEC championship game will be the previous for me. Oh, man, you can't. Oh, <laughs> no, hey, man. hey, listen. Hey, skinny, I got to be honest right now. A couple years ago. Uh, the Alabama game would have been first because we was better than y'all. Y'all better than us right now, so. I'm gonna switch it up the right way. Hey, you ain't finna finesse me. Kirby then came back. We struggling a little bit, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do have. I, I mean, have, in in speaking of Alabama and Georgia, mm-hmm. because I've been in in. It's all all this D. I think is kind of intertwined, but I in speaking because y'all are y'all Georgia boys, 
We them Georgia. What's the we? What's that? What, what's that saying you had? DSGB. DBGA. DSGB. What is it? Don't do that. Don't do that. That's why you. That's why you went to end. That's why. That's why you went to end cat. Nah. I didn't go to end cat. I'm gonna tell everybody you got an end cat shirt at home. Oh man. I will. We on live. We we recorded. So. Question, because I keep because mm-hmm. I've heard this more than once, and I just think it's the most ridiculous statement ever. Do you think that with Dion flipping Travis Hunter from Florida State, that it put a threat on good old Georgia? Hell no, Alabama. I, I, I'll answer it. All right, Rich, you go first. Uh, a simple answer, yes, and and I'll tell you why. Skinny, you laughed when she said it. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughed. But Nick Saban and many others had something to say about it, too. They also jumped on the screen and opened their mouth real fast when it happened. Not because of, and me and you've discussed this, Kenny, it's not that the kids can go to HBCUs. It's not a person. It's the person. Dion, for a lot of households, represents Michael Jordan to black people in football. That name in your living room, that conversation, changes it a little bit when that NIL money is on the table. It may not change it in the largest of scales because, of course, that takes Eddie Robinson type time. We get that. But on a small scale, if I can get a kid a couple million dollars, I'm not so eager to jump to a certain position when I can be in a spot where my career is looked at more favorably amongst my people, knowing that I'm going to get to that NFL level anyway. If at if now, if I'm in a spot where I think I may not get it, then that's something different. But as a top kid, knowing who Prime is, the connections, where he places me, and the kind of outfit that I'm staring at. We watch a lot of people talk about Deion's son now. What they don't talk about is, Shadur Sanders trains in the offseason with Tom Brady, dog. The opportunity will be at his door no matter where he's playing. They'll say the competition ain't good, and then Dad and Tom is going to start walking in doors opening their mouth. Some people don't get to breathe that opportunity and live that opportunity. So it's a tough stretch. But for some guys, it's the perfect formula and the perfect storm that falls in together. So at a large scale, no. But for Deion Sanders and Jackson State, well, now the University of Colorado, it matters to an extent. I don't think it was a threat, though. And... I don't think he's a threat. I don't think he's a threat to anybody. I don't think that him flipping Travis Hunter, like if you're smart enough to know what it is, if a duck, if, if, if a clock is right twice a day and if a duck make a quack sound, you know, then, then you know what, then you know what it was. We, you, you, it, it was, it, it, it was there. You know what it was. And, and I ain't got to say what it was, but if you know, you know. I, I would tell you this. No, it's not. It's not a threat. Alabama is still the number one recruiting school in the nation. Deion grabbed a five star, a four star. That was it this year. No fives and no fours. Even before news broke that Deion was going to uh, Colorado, Deion had no shot at getting Arch Manning. None whatsoever. I think what getting Travis Hunter did was solidify Deion Sanders a power five job to show that Deion Sanders, you got a guy 
that can go out there with limited resources. I will acknowledge that these PWIs have more resources than the HBCUs. And if you went out there and got the number one recruit in the nation with limited resources, just based off who you are, I think the person of Deion Sanders, it opened a lot of eyes and, and said, wow, look at what Deion was able to do. Now, with Nick Saban coming off his mic and and, and talking about Texas A&M and things of that nature, I think Nick Saban, if you look at the history of Nick Saban, he will always point out things that were going on in college football and how they were happening and why they were happening. Why? Because when he does them against you, you can't say, well, Nick had an advantage. No, Nick say, hey, I don't like transfer portal. I don't like the red shirt rule. I don't like this. But guess what? It is the rules. I'm going to use the rules. So when I go and win six national championships and I play for nine in the last 12 years, I don't want y'all to say Alabama this. Well, Alabama was only good because they was only to get the transfer Williams and make it out there. So they got this transfer portal. And, oh, it's hurting all the kids and the freshmen and the recruits because Nick Saban. I'm like, no, nah, he told you, hey, I think it's some BS. But guess what? I'm going to use it to my advantage. Like Texas A&M last year was the number one recruiting school in, in, in the nation. They weren't worried about Dion. But then I would tell you, about four or five of them players are going to be on the University of Alabama team before they hit juniors and seniors. They will be playing for the University of Alabama. So, no, nah, Kirby, none of them, they ain't, they ain't afraid. No, this ain't a threat. It wasn't a threat then. I'm going to tell you, um, if he would have did this in Colorado, it would have been a threat. If he if he uh, flipped the number one player in the country to Colorado, that would have that opened their eyes. They was just butthurt that um, Travis Hunter didn't pick Georgia, Alabama. That, that's all that was. They weren't threatened. But I tell you this, if he could go and, and flip, let's say he flip Arch Manning, that's, that's going to be a story. If he go in there and flip um, that, that kid that's going to Tennessee, the quarterback out of California, that'd be a story. Because – Travis, Travis going to Jack, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Jackson State. I'm sorry, didn't didn't um, influence other kids to go to Jackson State. If Arch Manor or if Travis Hunter a couple years ago, if he flips them to Colorado, you best believe it's a bunch of kids gonna follow him to Colorado because that that's a that's a better opportunity for them kids. Um, they see what's going on in Jackson State, but um, no, Kirby and and Saban, no, they weren't threatened. If he would have got five, six, five stars, then that opens their eyes. That threatens them. Not oh, yeah. And definitely, not a, and definitely not a cornerback. It's not going to threaten them. You get the quarterback, the yeah. running back, and you put a team. I'm just telling you, Dion marketed himself. Oh, it was perfect. The the, the Instagram mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. showing his deal. Like, I can recruit. I can run a program. I can build a program. Hey, Colorado said, hey, we, we want this. And we're willing to jump out and pay for it. If Jackson State so, really wanted to keep Dion, they would pay him. Some, somebody, <clears throat> somebody said something in the room the other day about um, a certain wide receiver at Ohio State leaving. Let that receiver go to Colorado and see what happens. If that boy leave Ohio State and go to Colorado with Dion, them folks in the SEC going to start opening their eyes. Oh, absolutely. Guarantee you. And I just think that 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 just people forget the landscape. I think people just like to talk and they forget the landscape of football. Deion's competition is not the FBS. <laughs> when he's at when he's at Jackson State, exactly. it ain't the FBS. 
It's the FCS. And we also seen where he didn't have nobody on his schedule to even play against. Mm-hmm. So in a, like so my like to say that one player, you know, put a just put a was made a threat to what could possibly become one player ain't going to change a football program overnight. Not one player, unless you got a quarterback. If it's a quarterback, if it's the quarterback position, absolutely there, that there's a conversation, but a kid that's going to be playing both sides of the ball at the positions that he's playing wide receiver, like, like, I just, wide receiver and a DB, like, I just don't, I don't see how he as one player could just, just because Nick Saban jumped out and said some things, like, I just don't see how he, that could be a threat. And I think a lot of people in this world of HBCU just think that, like, look, when you look at the landscape of college basketball, we're not, we're not competing against the FBS. Yeah. That's not where we are. <clears throat> yeah. Like we're not. And that's not the and everybody had every the reality is I had explained to somebody the other night. There is a difference. In F, I, I know there's a difference between the FBS, the FCS. There is we are not there's a reason why Dion took the FBS off the damn schedule. There's a reason why he said he didn't want to play. He didn't want to be lost to a low level FBS school last year. (laughs) Lost to a low level. There's a a reason why he took them off the schedule. There's a reason why Campbell is on the schedule this year. Who just got scholarships a couple years ago? So before before uh, they unveil this, I want to ask the Alabama fans: Are y'all in? Yeah, nay. No, hell no, we ain't in. No, neither one of y'all think y'all get in. We talking junk, y'all. No, I, I I think it's a I think it's a weird argument that TCU put themselves in this position mm-hmm. to let these people argue it, but I don't think so. I don't think we deserve it. And I also think it's funny that people got mad at Saban for getting on TV and saying something. What he supposed to say? No, we no we don't belong there. No, <laughs> <laughs> he wants some of that money too. I'm trying to get in here. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you whatever I need to say on TV. Now, I will say this, though, Maul, and this is just being completely honest, and I know this is what the committee is supposed to do, but winning games matter. I, I do think Alabama is one of the four best teams in the country. Probably, um, yeah. Um, and I felt like that way with Tennessee until Henry Hooker got hurt and that slack and that South Carolina put on Tennessee. But to lose to lose two games in the last seconds, one in overtime and one in, in, in the last seconds, is, is, is big. Like, like Alabama is – what about five points and, and and 20 seconds away from being undefeated, right? Just some defensive stops away from being undefeated. Well, they would have lost yesterday, but um, mm-hmm. being being you know what I'm saying uh, in in the college playoff. But, you have to uh, do that. I, I don't think they I don't think they they get in because I mean TCU loses in overtime as well. So Alabama gonna say hey we lost in overtime. TCU like yeah we lost in overtime too. We beat more top 25 opponents than you did. You know what I'm saying? Our resume is 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 better than y'all. So I don't see how TCU don't get in. My biggest question is, Maul, is that I told you that's how they was gonna do it. One, two, and then uh, I bet they go to six. Watch. What's that scary? Hey, skinny. My my, my thing in, in is that, is that in that convo oh. while you're having it about TCU, mm-hmm. do you consider that more of a home loss for them or a neutral site mm-hmm. loss considering mm-hmm. TCU's in Fort Worth and that game was played in Dallas? Uh, I mean, they they had the, they had the crowd, but 
you know, it's still a neutral site. It's still a neutral site game. But okay. you lose, you lose by two points in overtime. So I don't, I don't think TCU. Yeah, TCU I don't believe in that because people say the same thing when Georgia's playing in in, in the Mercedes. Man, half of those those tickets go to the other team too. Yeah, and we can have another like it's a it's a neutral site. It may be in Georgia. Like they don't say that about Florida and Georgia when it's an hour away from Gainesville. Well, because y'all miles better than Florida. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we weren't we weren't in the saving era, and didn't nobody say we was at a disadvantage. <laughs> right. But uh, my but my question is: is does TCU stay at three? Do they stay at three? No, I think they go to four. I think Ohio State goes to three, and I think Bama and Tennessee are outside. That that's what I would predict. So you think they're gonna go ahead and have the? Um... I think the semifinal gonna be. Oh. I'm, so you I'm think wrong. you think you think you do you think they're gonna give them that again? I knew T- I said I said yesterday TCU was going I told to y'all win, lose, or draw all three of them in. I told y'all this. So oh, they just they just dropped it. They just they, dropped TCU was three. Oh, yeah, because I, I just couldn't because I just couldn't see them having Ohio State and Michigan playing for it in the semifinal. <laughs> okay. Now who who get to play mighty mighty Georgia? So now we're here now. So we we'll got the rank of so real fast. So we, since we live on air as they dropping it, mm-hmm. Georgia's one. Mm-hmm. Ohio State is, I mean, Michigan is two. So I thought they was going to do one, two. I thought they was going to do six and then go back to three. So they they went to three. So I wonder what they're going to do now. They're probably going to go six, five, four, or six, four, five. So, but TCU is definitely three. They three. TCU so we three. just, so we about to have this big unveil to see who number four is live on air. I don't think they're gonna go for. I think they're gonna go with six. All right. So I, I mean, so I mean, but I, I we'll figured see. they weren't gonna do Ohio State and Michigan in the semifinal. I thought they were, but we, I, they probably hoping they could get an All Big Ten championship. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you get an All Big Ten championship and, and just see Ohio State is. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a prediction. Okay, but um, hey, skinny. I'm taking. I'm taking the spread in that Georgia game. Just want you to know that. Hey, Georgia gonna beat the mess out of Ohio State. I'm talking about in the other direction. Uh, what? Like Ohio State, Ohio State, you gonna take Ohio no, State? I, I don't think I think Georgia wins, but I don't think they cover. What do you think that line to be? Right now, I I'll think gay, I think that line gonna be eight and a half. I think it might be bigger than that. I think it might be twelve. Uh, I get I get five and a half. They it, oh, they just dropped it. All right, who they got? No, Ohio State number four. Ohio State four. So I thought they were going to see. Ohio okay. State. So Georgia gets Ohio State. Hey, but we still mm-hmm. get the matchup we wanted. Mm-hmm. So Georgia get Ohio State. We're going to see how good CJ Stroud is. We're going to see. Can he handle? Can he handle this top defense? We got TCU in Michigan. Um, Michigan. You know what? Hey, Ma, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you this now. Michigan don't look impressive to me. No, they don't look impressive. So, I mean, we didn't look impressive. No, I'm I just mean, saying, but Michigan was still 20 points better than. <laughs> I mean, we put up 50 on LSU. I mean, that game was out of reach, and they I got, just I got I got four concerns with Georgia, man. We we can talk about that later, but uh, we we that much better than the second best team in the SEC, man. That it don't even make no sense. We don't even look that good. Yeah, but I, I Michigan don't beat TCU. I think TCU might beat Michigan. I got That's a TCU. good TCU team. 
I got TCU being Michigan. I saw them live this year. That's a good team. It's a good, good team. team. I just don't see them being Michigan. And they weather yeah. like they had, on on them. they had the pressure on them all year. And they, you know, they 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 went 12 and 0, Alabama 5. Good. But they had the pressure on them all year to keep being undefeated. And then yesterday, you know, they bubble burst, but good for them. They still got in. I thought they were going to drop the four, um, mm. but they did enough, man. I think they really did enough. But you know what, Jamal? Mm-hmm. Looking at like it's be looking at the rest of the list that's gone like five and six. When they move into that expansion of the team, people really gonna be mad. People gonna be mad, mad. I don't think so. Because it's gonna be because there's too many SEC teams in it. It's still it's still gonna be too many SEC teams. Well, I think they'll probably have some kind of stipulations where there will be um some some, some you know mid level some mid major however you call them in college football teams like a MAC championship if they go undefeated or some or like like they already have the Notre Dame stipulation if they're in the top five or some or top eight uh, I believe they get consideration. So they'll have some kind of stipulation in there for that to get some of those guys, uh, you know, some kind of participation. But I don't think they'll be mad. Like if it's if it's the twelve best teams, I mean, it's going to be multiple, multiple SEC teams. Yeah, because now that the ACC just like it will be multiple Big Ten teams this year, it will probably be multiple Pac twelve teams this year. So yeah, I mean, because you could the Pac twelve. I mean, they missed out. And Pac twelve had two, two, three teams that were you know saying were top ten teams. You know, and, and they didn't beat each other out of it. Utah mm, being the king exactly. of the pack. They didn't beat each other up. Um, I mean, but the Pac-12 last week, the SEC and the Pac-12 both had six teams in the, in the top 25. So, yeah. and so the, the Pac-12, they the got they got quality teams. They just beat up on each other. I mean, I mean second best conference. I mean, I mean you argue about that. Oh, Pac- yeah. The Big 12, best 12 best second best, best conference. Um, But if they go to a 12-team playoff, I mean, I think they're going to be happy, happy because – we haven't seen the Pac-12 represented, you know what I'm saying, as, as of late. Exactly. Um, not, not other than what, Washington? Washington, Oregon? I think it was Latin. Washington and Oregon, those are the only two that made it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Washington and, got beat like 30 to nothing. Yeah, and, and so now you got, you know, <laughs> I mean, and you you was a TCU save. If TCU, TCU in that Texas game, TCU saved it because, Ma, what I told you, my prediction was going to be UGA, Alabama, Ohio State and Michigan. I felt like it was going to be an all SEC, all all uh, Big Ten championship if I'm playoff. And TCU was the only thing that that prevented Alabama and Georgia being them. You talking and, about before the season? You know, what I'm saying even now as we was going through the season, you know, through, and okay. I felt like it was going to be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan. But um, yeah, I missed. I only got one right for my prediction in the beginning of the season. So you good. know, I mean, no, nobody seen TCU. Nobody mm-hmm. seen that. You know, what I'm saying. I didn't think Ohio State or Michigan was gonna get in this year. I don't think was no was nobody better in the Big yeah. Ten. <laughs> I'm talking about before the before the season. I didn't think either one of them was gonna mm-hmm. get in. So so prediction prediction time based on your champion. We are we about to wrap this thing up. Uh, prediction. If we don't if we don't win this, I'd be highly disappointed. <laughs> highly disappointed. I've seen all three of these teams. Not impressed with either one of them. Again, I'm not. In, I, I got questions about our team. Uh, we'll talk about this on, on the next episode, Scanner. But um, still, we are we are two notches ahead of all these teams, man. It should be us and, and nobody else. I don't I don't see any any of them uh, being able to beat us. So, uh, so I think TCU, like Rich said, TCU can beat Michigan. Um, but Michigan showed me something 
that I didn't know they had against Ohio State. They can go down the field with big plays. TCU can get, you know, they make big plays too. They score a lot of points, so try to. Uh, they don't take their foot off the gas. I, I would I would say talent would over you know Michigan's talent would overwhelm TCU and beat them and I think it'll be a Michigan Georgia championship and I think it'll be a uh, <laughs> it'll be just like it was last year in the playoff and I think we'll we'll stop a mud hole in Michigan man in the championship. All right, Rich, Rich what's your predictions, man, going into this playoff? Um, all right, I'll take the TCU Michigan game first. Um, TCU has got to play honest defense. You can't lean to one side and you can't lean to the other. We saw Ohio State do it, and Michigan literally ran the ball down their throat. Mm-hmm. Once they got kind of tired of trying to pass it. So I'm taking Michigan, but that's going to be a tight game, man. That's going to be a tight game. I think it comes down to the last four minutes. Somebody kind of breaks the other teams back in the last four minutes. Um, I think Ohio State gets spanked. I, I think they get completely dogged. No pun intended. Um, I think that they don't have a, a real solid chance to beat this team. I think the big names aren't quite the same for Georgia, but I think that defense is extremely elite yet again. I think you have a few mistakes during the season and guys kind of get lax once they get leads and certain things take place. But mm-hmm. I think that they'll showcase themselves in this playoff to be very, very elite. In the championship, I'm taking Georgia over Michigan. About three touchdowns. Mm. I, I think, I think it, I think it gets close, and I think the, um, the the Jim Harbaugh coming up short thing rears his ugly head again. Yeah, and I and I think Stetson Bennett coast on him when it counts the most. Mm. Deal. Yeah. What you got? If I'm TCU. Michigan is a second-half team. Yeah. They are a second-half team. And TCU can't afford to keep it close in the first half. They are going to have to jump out there and score, put up points to make it hard for Michigan to to crawl back in or to put put the game in reach to where Michigan has to crawl back in. Because if you keep it close, and we've seen it with Ohio State, and they did it yesterday with Purdue, if you keep it close on them, it's almost like the, it's almost like the Golden State Warriors when they had that when they had that death lineup mm-hmm. <laughs> when when KD was there. That third quarter, that is like they're they gonna they're gonna take off. So Purdue, Purdue. Uh, TCU is going to have to figure out how they can get points on the board fast because Michigan will score will will score on you fast in the second half. So they're going to have they're going to have to get a big lead to and force Michigan and just force the hand of Michigan to really get back in there because I just don't see if they keep it close. I don't see them making it out alive in the second half. Yeah, I'm with you now. Yeah, they. They got to get out to the lead. I'm with you now. They got to force Michigan to pass the ball. Yeah. Them being that second-half team, I agree with that. Skinny, I can't hear you. You're on mute, Skinny. I said, I think TCU going to beat them. 
I think TCU gonna get it TCU done. TCU gonna be. <laughs> yeah, TCU gonna get it done. I mean, you coming off a loss. You coming off a good loss. You got that loss off your system. Um, Michigan defense ain't 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 great. Um, it's just that they play in the Big Ten. I think that's the same thing with Ohio State and Michigan. When you play lower level competition, it gives you a false, a uh, a, a false perception of what a team really is. And so I think TCU just athlete for athlete. I think both lines can hold up well against each other. TCU will beat Michigan in a, in a, in a close game. Um, the Purdue Michigan game was was close uh, for most part, like yeah. you know, like Dia said. Now when it comes to Georgia and Ohio State, I think I I know Ma, you have concerns, but one thing I do like about Georgia and their defense is that one, we still got a great defensive line. We don't have the names per se that, you know what I'm saying, that we had last year, but our defensive line is great. And you've seen the SEC championship going up against LSU, man. We live, hey, we lived in that backfield, that whole, that whole game. You know, you had to let some other guys play so they can get the experience so it made the game look closer than what it was. But um, that defense is great. Then you're talking about our secondary, that the ability to play man to man. And we ain't gotta try to do all these fake zone techniques and all that we could actually play man to man and we'll be going for marvin harrison jr like we, that's the only guy that we're gonna worry hey ringo ringo can cover him we no, can cover him no he can't yeah he can no he can't yeah hey hey ringo ringo gonna have two picks against uh ohio state ringo cannot he can't guard me hey you hate no ringo Ringo, he Ringo. Sound like shallow, he sounds like shallow, Jamal. No, I do not get the hype around Ringo. Ringo is not good at all. Ringo's a big player. Big play two call, guns, man. Two Guns Jr. is going to have a field day if they try to have that boy on him one-on-one. Two Guns Jr. going to give up to listen. It's going to be two C.J. Stroud going to give up two pick sixes, man, Ringo, I, man. I hope you're right, man. I don't get this. That boy is not a first-round pick. I don't know who would dare draft this boy in the first round. The boy no good, man. Big play guy, man. Boy big no good, play guy. Man. You're a big play guy, Ma. Big play guy. No, big play guy is Trevon Diggs in, in Dallas. At least he get picked, man. What is what is doggone? Ringo got the with? biggest pick in Georgia history. That boy ain't got no pick this year, man. He do. He got two. He got two. He got one last okay, week. And he got one the week before that. He picked off Andy Hooker, too. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Ringo, I mean, just call it like that, too. I won't yeah, talk bad about that. Don't man, put that kid out there. Yeah, hey, oh man. Hey, man. In, in, in the words of the great Kobe Bryant, you better send a double. <laughs> exactly. You better send a double. Because <laughs> <Hey, hey. laughs> if not, we're going to lock work. down. Hey, that, boy, that boy, Barber, is a junior special, man. CJ Stroud ain't going to have the time. He ain't going to have the time. I mean, Jalen Davis had time yesterday. That's a, Again, we'll talk about it, man. I'll look. We got I flaws. I still think we should win, but we got flaws. Man. I mean, I, 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 was, mean, I ain't seen no pass rush like you saw yesterday. I ain't hey, seen hey, it. Hey, oh, oh, we was getting, we was getting pressure with four. No, we wasn't. Hey, we was we, getting pressure with five when we blitzed uh, Johnson in the middle, but we we wasn't getting, hey, we weren't getting no pressure. Hey man, hey, and if Jalen Carter wasn't beating the triple team, hey, but Jalen <laughs> Carter had the most disrespectful sack I've ever seen in my life. Oh man. 
Maul, you don't get a guy and just pick him up in there and say, I got him with one arm and say, I right, blow the whistle. It man. wasn't one arm. It was one arm. Man. <laughs> it wasn't one arm. And he picked him up with both, and then he took his arm off the dude. He was already don't hold, Don't hold me in the air like that and hold up a number he one. He held him in the air with one arm. You he ain't about to rock the baby on me. That's disrespectful. Well, you don't pick been, nobody I been, up. I had to watch that video over and over again to make there sure my eyes were playing there. tricks on me, and I need the glasses. I'm like, I know he just came up with two arms, and then he raised you like, don't pick like, me up. You don't on. pick me like, up like that. But they said y'all over embellishing, man. Don't oh, pick oh, me oh, up. Deal, 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 deal. You can't pick me up like that. You just throw me on the ground, slang like just, just, just body slam me. Pick, okay, so you can't pick me up with both arms. And you can't pick your hand in the air like no. Yeah, you can't you. do that. That's different. But he ain't that, pick him up with one arm though. It don't, one arm, two arm, it you, don't matter. And there, don't pick me up. Only only grocery bags and babies get picked up. Don't pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go mute. Don't, 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 don't pick don't me up. Don't pick me up. Ma, don't pick me up and hold me in air and hold up number one. Why Kenny, you got if, if he tackle him, man, they're gonna throw the flag. Exactly. You know how they do with quarterbacks. I, I mean, listen, I get you. I'm just saying, but if I'm the quarterback, Unnecessary if I'm the quarterback, just, no just imagine. Listen. Oh, well, no, no. They don't do that to black quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Hello. Hey, 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 Rich, just imagine you and the Al just like this, just just being held like this here. <laughs> oh, no, no. Like, you just sitting there being held and not this sucker like. And that's when you push him off you. How? He now. His feet ain't even touching the ground. His feet ain't touching the ground. <laughs> Ma, what that? Hey, Ma, what that remind? What that remind you of, man? What that remind you of? My Aaron Donald, man. Aaron Donald got free with just like this here, man. Man, man, man. Don't pick me up, dog. With the elbow or something. Yeah, man. I get you that. I get yeah, but he can't push him for sure because his feet ain't on the ground. You can't have man free. Can't have a man fade dangling, man. I'm with you, Bob. You can't. No, hey, man. It's just some things you can't do. But uh, man, we got a good playoff. Rich, man. I look. I appreciate you taking time out, man. Coming on yeah, the All Takes Battle, man. It, it, hey, definitely appreciate man, it. Listen, man. I want to see you more often, brother. I, I had to step away from work. We a little slow, so I had to come and see you, man, and, and <laughs> enjoy the conversation with y'all wonderful people, man. It was definitely dope. To share the space, man, and to to be around great-minded individuals, man, and and hear great viewpoints, dog. It was really nice. I just um, one one note before you leave, Rich. Uh, so are you are you swag or are you SEC? Swag. Okay, just gotta make sure. Oh no, Savannah State. State, dog. Don't disrespect me. Oh, that is right. (laughs) Oh, so you don't even care about the swag? No, I care. Oh man. Hey, listen. Hey, skinny, skinny. I told you this from the beginning. I care about our people, dog. Okay, I don't think they love Dion like that. Mm. I wanted Dion to get one of them big dog jobs. Hold on, hold on, Dion. You telling me Dion is the Paul Pierce of the HBCUs? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Like he called me. Hey, hey, no. hey! They don't love you like that. You I'm ain't, not, I'm not ta- ain't swag. I, I'm not talking about the swag. I'm oh, talking bad, about. Bad, bad. I don't believe. I don't believe the PWIs love him like that. Oh, okay. Oh. I I think they love the the person Deion Sanders. I don't think they love and respect the entity Deion Sanders the same way our culture does. Oh, absolutely, I agree with you there. But I'm gonna tell you one thing that that they culture giving that our culture ain't five million dollars. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> Pay me. And anybody that got a problem with it, y'all need to resign y'all job tomorrow. Don't take that money from y'all job tomorrow either, because it's coming I'm- from the same place. I'm just letting you know he won't be getting my support in two weeks. But after that, 
Go, Dion. <laughs> there you go. I'm with you. Stand on that. Yeah. Because we don't know who's gonna be the quarterback. We don't. We don't know. We don't know. He said he coaching. The man said he coached. He gonna stay to the end. He told us he didn't. He didn't be there. Also, the news ain't broke. That should do Sanders and Travis Hunt in the transfer portal yet. No. Oh, it ain't broke yet. Oh, okay. Can, I, don't think, I don't think they can play if they announce they're in the portal, can they? No. Well, we're we going to see next week if they I play. don't know. Oh, that's an well, interesting I, one. No, I, I can't. No, I, he can't play if they announce in the portal. I, yeah, yeah, because I'm just telling you, Travis, Travis Hunter and Shadil Sanders will not be at Jackson State come January. Oh, I don't well, think I don't think they'll be there December 13th. <laughs> oh, they're not. Hey, they take matter of fact. They taking finals Monday. Monday is finals. <laughs> They won't be. It, they, won't be the game, they won't be. They won't be next day at the uh, December nineteenth, which is the week, which is the following Monday after the championship game. Okay, there you go. The game on what the seventeenth? Yes, because I okay. fly. I fly into Atlanta <clears throat> on the sixteenth. Okay. Yep. I see you at the airport, Tundra. All right. Okay. Aye. Wait. Aye. Which airport? Which airlines? Delta. Oh, I'm flying okay. out on the sixteenth. I'm coming in on Southwest. So, so Tundra, real fast. So, is it is it me at? Or is it SEC? Oh, Which one your real team? Okay. Hey. The people that gave me my degree. Okay, well. <laughs> well, Dion, look, we appreciate you and um and Roll Tide, you know, for, for Roll being... Tide, Roll Tide. What do the the all takes matter uh HBCU correspondent? Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> appreciate your hard work out here, you know, hitting the streets, getting the news. Rich, nice to meet you, ma'am. Heard things about you. Good thing. Yes, sir, brother. Always. I gotta follow your uh, Twitter page too. <laughs> hey, man, we we be we be stirring up the conversation on that, man. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm just letting you know now, man. If uh, ESPN called me and they say skinny, we're gonna offer you five million dollars to uh, <laughs> take the job here at ESPN Mall. I just want to let you know from the bottom gonna, of my heart. You can be a sellout, gone. man. You can be a sellout. Hey, at least you know I'm for sell sale, Ma. At least you know, at least you know I'm for sale, and I ain't on sale. You know what I'm hey, saying? Ma, call, hey, Ma, call me, call me as soon as he do it, Ma. We'll jump on the pod and trash it. My man, my man. Hey, Ma, I'm just telling you, man. At least you know I'm for sale and not on sale, man. That's hey, all I want you to do. Stay up for something, man. I hear you. Hey, stay up for that hey, buddy. Man. Episode six of the book, man. We appreciate y'all. Yeah.